What's going on, y'all? This is Hip Hop Heads, aka HQ, the podcast for all your hip hop needs, all your musical needs, really. But you know, we 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 some hip hop heads at heart. What's good? What's good, everybody? You know, so you know, it's only right that you know we bring you the occasional. You know, we used to do a lot more of these, uh, you know, on, on a different show. Yeah. Um, but you know, we're we're we're, we're you know we're gonna try to bring a little bit more uh album reviews to y'all. You know? Yeah, because I feel like that's kind of kind of something people kind of want. Yeah, definitely. Feeling from it. Yeah, definitely. We've been looking, you know, and and y'all, you know, y'all been y'all been clicking on 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 the Drake review a lot, you know. Yeah, no both. Thank y'all for listening. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate everything. Definitely appreciate it. So you know, what better to, uh, you know, what what better album to do than probably arguably the most anticipated album maybe in the past couple years I would say maybe maybe maybe. maybe. You know, I know I. I mean, we talked about this shit multiple times on the podcast, you know. That's very true. Well, before we start, let's introduce our damn selves. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm over here just flying. <laughs> he's he's fucking intro. If y'all can't tell, my man is excited. Yo, my yes. name is Koopa, and I'm with my nigga, Mr. Chris Benbakes. Yes, sir. We are here, man. And this man is excited to talk about I'm this excited, album. excited, man. Our mm-hmm. albums or whatever you want to call it. So yeah, no bull. If you listen in to our last episode of the podcast, you would know that we're going to bring you a Mr. Frank Ocean uh, album review or albums review. Yeah. Um and uh that of course is Endless and Blonde. Now, this is an album that was rumored at least two years ago to be releasing quote unquote soon. Um it was something that I know I was anticipating as soon as, you know, I got done listening to, you know, Channel Orange for like the fifty thousandth time. So <laughs> you know, I was just I was definitely one of those stands waiting. Like, I, I know every song on Channel Orange from, you know, front to back, and it's just, I love Frank Ocean. He's probably arguably my favorite artist, so I knew I was waiting for this shit. You know, I was annoying people with my, with my, uh, with my theories on why I hadn't released yet, and why it's releasing today, and why it didn't release yesterday, and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, in case you guys didn't know, you know, he released like a, a long ass video. It was like a, a long ass stream that lasted, I think it was like two weeks, right? Yeah. And um, he uh, at the end of it, you know, he came back on. And he started building a bunch of shit, and you know, for the longest time, nobody really knew what the fuck what the deal was. Turns out that he was releasing two albums, and that one album, the first album that we're gonna talk about, uh, actually released uh, Thursday night into Friday night, I believe. Yeah, it was the first one released. Yeah. So you know, and you know, pretty much he came back and finished what he had. I guess when he started like two weeks ago. Yeah. And, uh. And then he started playing parts of his album. Now, in the process of him building all this shit, he had already been playing like little snippets of, you know, instrumentals in the background, but the final day he actually played, you know, all the actual song of the project. And that's what we came to know as Endless. You know, it was definitely an endless process, I would say. <laughs> I know, I mean, I know Kuba wasn't listening, uh, looking in as, as deep as I was, but you know me, I was, I was every day after I got home from fucking work, it was fucking leave that shit on and, and hopefully something happens, but sure enough, nothing was happening. Well see, I, I like Frank Ocean, I'm not gonna lie. Channel Orange was a very good album. But I was not about to like I was like, you know, after a couple of years and this man didn't release nothing else, yeah. I was like, alright, maybe he's just one and done. I don't see, know. Where about like, when he comes back? I'm like that uh that dumb girlfriend who takes back her boyfriend after like cheating on her and being her and all kinds of wild shit. Like I, I I'm just I'm just too low, man. So it's you know fucked, what I mean? Fuck up in the game. Yeah, man. But whatever, you know, it is what it is. You know, big Frank Ocean fan, but yeah, so you know. That night came, and of course, I stayed up all night, even though I had to be at work at fucking 6 in the morning listening to that motherfucker, so. Uh, and I, you know, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, right? Um, when I first heard it, 
off of first, you know, listen, and I'm sure you'll probably agree with me on this, Google is, it sounded like a bunch of demos kind of chopped up and put together into one big project. Yeah, because um, a couple of the songs, one of the things, one of the biggest notes that I noted a bunch of, on a bunch of different songs on this is that a lot of the lyrics, uh, they don't sound like they're mastered or like they're far away or like, you know, it was like a bad recording situation yeah. or I don't know if that was like deliberate. Right. Or, it's, it's I mean, possible. I'm sure it was, but I mean, like, to me, it's just bad because you've got the echoing in the background of the voice, right. and then a lot of the times he's got different uh, effects going on in his voice also. So it's just like you've got the background echoes plus the effect echoes, and it, to me, it just sounds like a cluttered mess. Right. Um, let's uh, at I least mean, parts of it. Well, well, what I feel like one of the reasons uh, why he decided to make that that sound is the whole thought of it being like more of a visual album. I don't know if you ever got uh, as far as into that, but, uh, you know, what pretty much what it is is on Apple Music, they have an hour-long music video, more or less. So it kind of, it almost sounds like it's playing in the background. So it's something I should have done like like Lemonade, where I should have just watched the entire thing to begin with and then listened to the album? Well, I mean, yeah no, because what what the video really is is him just kind of building shit so unless you really want to sit there and watch it but it, i mean it kind of I, I guess it kind of adds a little bit to the experience i know to me being a you know a frank ocean stand uh it, it, i guess I, I would say it did um but you know it, it really isn't for everybody you know yeah. I'm, I'm just be honest with you like you know a lot of people got turned off by the idea of it being you having to watch this fucking nigga build a bunch yeah, of yeah i mean shit I, I exactly so i mean you know, it is what it is, you know, the sound quality and all that, but, um, you know, let's start off with the first actual song. Okay. Uh, we're gonna, I guess let's point out a couple of highlights of the album and, and then move on to the next one. Um, you know, the first, the first, the intro, yeah, I don't know what the fuck that was really about, I'll be honest, it was, uh, to me it was mad random. Yeah. Um, actually, most of these transitions or, 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 uh, interludes, whatever you want to call them, they're all random to me. Like, to me, they just don't really make sense. Yeah. Um, but let's start with the first song though. Okay. Um, at your best, uh, you are love. Personally, I feel like this is off break one of my favorite songs on this project. You know, I know I'm, I'm sure you're a huge Aaliyah fan. Oh, I'm a huge Aaliyah fan. I grew even up even Isley fan. Brothers fan. I, you know? Yes, I love this song, but I don't love this version of the song. Really? I really don't because I feel like he's trying to sing it as if he is Aaliyah, like trying to sing in her register of it, and it seems like it's too high for him. Especially when he's like, you're positive. When he goes up to yeah. that to that point right there, like it's it's so forced. I don't know. Maybe it's just because of me. I I, I you know I grew up singing. I, right. I grew up with all the vocal stuff. So it's just like when you're screeching and basically just getting to that note, that's not a clean sound to me, and I don't want to keep hearing it. And to me, it was just too high. He should have sung it down in a more comfortable octave for him. I'm gonna have to dis. Uh... <laughs> I'm gonna have to respectfully disagree with you. I think my man came and showed up and fucking killed this. Uh, again, you know, I, I understand, you know, what it is, you know, but, you know, you might have, and, and I feel like, you know, to be honest, you know, even Aaliyah's version, I know it, but I didn't really listen to it when it was really, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's like me and Isley's version. I know it, but I haven't right. heard it as much as I've obviously, heard Obviously, obviously, I'm sure, even including this third version, you prefer the Aaliyah version, I'm assuming. I do. I, I really would. I do. See, but I, I mean, that's just, I feel like that's even with the original, because the original is a great song too, but that's just nostalgia of my youth. Right. I didn't know about it until after I found right. out Aaliyah 
you know, right. used it from the Isleys. So right. it's like that's just you know, just like we were saying like last week on the podcast. Just we grew up with that. Like, exactly. That's our shit. You know exactly. And I feel like you know, that's something that you can't change. You exactly. Know, your age group. You know? Now you can find a version of something that is the shit because there's um. Oh, I wish I could remember the name of the song, but it's done by the band The Smashing Pumpkins. It's done. It's uh um the Dixie Chicks and um the original band to do it was Fleetwood Mac, and it's okay. called Landslide. That's oh yeah, 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 yeah. And all three versions of that song are fucking vicious. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like there are there are and they're all different. They're right. all completely different from how they sound. Right. So I mean, I feel like this was basically just like, I mean. Honestly, right now, I can't even imagine, I, I can't remember exactly how the Isley's ones go. Right. But according to Aaliyah, this is basically just a carbon copy, to me, badly done, of Aaliyah's song, of, of the song that Aaliyah covered. Okay. To me. But, cool. again, like I said, everyone has their shit. Yes, sir. <laughs> Alright, so, um, the next song, uh, Alabama, it was, uh, now, I'm not gonna lie, at first, it, it threw me the fuck off because this is, I don't know if, if you remember, uh, but this is, this is a song pretty much where, He's kind of starts off, it's like three different, I don't even know how to say it, how to really explain it, but he's pretty much, he, he record, I'm assuming he recorded himself three different times, and he was kind of talking over himself, at, but he was kind of finishing off at the same time, I don't know if yeah. mm-hmm. remember that much. Now, at first that threw me off, but once you know, once I got we, good and settled. We, we've and, heard this before in people's music, where people, they're singing a line, and then they start singing as they're finishing the line before it, but at the same time, this is a lot of words overlapping. Yeah. Where it's usually just like maybe one or two normally. This is like almost half sentences yeah. overlapping each other. But I know I might sound like a stand here, and I know Cooper might disagree with me, but I think this is well done. Uh, the, the song is a little iffy to me. It's a little bit too, I don't know. It, it, I, first of all, it's I feel like this whole album has kind of like a dark ambience to it. Kind of yeah, like definitely. A, a definitely. weird little... But especially the song, this song right here, like, I, I really like the, emo type I really like the, I really like the piano on it though, I will say that, I think yeah. the piano piece is nice, and at the end of it, uh, I think the guy's name is Sampha, he's collaborated with Kanye a couple times, he did the, uh, I guess if you want to call it the Honestly, one. all the instrumentation on this album is sick, like, on both, on both of these albums, yeah. the actual instrumentation, right. it's not electronic beats, like, mm-hmm. it's all pretty fun. Oh yeah, and, 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 and you know, like I, like I was saying, that, like a lot of the instrumentation I was playing while he was building this shit, was just the bare, you know, yeah. whether it be the strings that were in a certain song or, or the later. organ that was in the right, song. Right, exactly. And, and, you know, and, and, you know, I thought the same thing when I first heard it. I was like, wow, this is, this is, I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't expecting this kind of instrumentation from, I guess, a hip hop artist, which is really ultimately. I mean, he's really not a hip hop artist, though. He's an R&B singer. That's the problem, is that he, it's like this R&B he, and hip hop has been just, I mean, it's always been pretty much categorized to, together. But like it's like so mashed up right now, and this this kind of like irks my nerves. It's so mashed up to them that now someone like Frank Ocean, who obviously raps on maybe one or two songs an album, is considered a hip hop artist. He's not a hip hop artist. He's a singer. But see, here, here here's my thing, right? And this is uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess me or you might disagree on this or not, but um, I feel like the reason why I consider Frank uh a hip a hip hop artist is because I feel like even though he does sing for the majority of the part. I feel like there's a lot of hip hop esque type of. Uh, but there's always been that in hip hop, in, in, in a lot of R&B ever since the 90s, where there's been a lot of hip hop esque type things that the singers will do. They'll even rap on songs or sing rap on songs. 
but that doesn't make them hip hop. Like to me, hip hop is that means you're a fucking MC, you're up there, you're spitting flows, no matter how good or bad they are, you're fucking spitting flows. You're not up there singing. This motherfucker is singing. Right. He is singing. He is a singer. He mm-hmm. is not a rapper. Right. Okay. Well, <laughs> on that note, transition into what a transition. My bad. Is. My bad. My bad. I got emotional. Real it's quick. all good. We'll transition bad. into the next song, uh, which is U N I T Y. Yes. Uh, which was a song where Mr. Ocean rapped for the majority of the song. And just because I didn't say it, uh, I have basically three categories for these when I do reviews. I like the songs I like, songs I don't like, and songs that are just eh. And Alabama, eh. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I like the instrumentation, but pretty much, eh. I listen to it, but it's okay. not. I'm with you. It's I'm not up you. there. Okay, so uh, to me, I, I like Alabama. But, uh, it's, I guess my my ratings aren't as, I guess I, guess I either like it or uh, pretty pretty much same shit. Pretty, pretty same much. Shit. Yeah. All right. So anyways, so yeah, uh, U N I T Y Unity, whatever. Um, what you think? I thought it was a good song. It's one of the songs. It's one of the songs that I liked more on the on the album. Um, it uh, that's the one. Uh, it has him rapping. Yeah, he starts off rapping kind of like in a real mellowy kind of yeah, almost monotonish tone. And honestly, I think I would have preferred him to rap on the whole song and just like sing the chorus. Yeah, you know, I thought this. I thought the same way. Um, you know, and, and and this was actually one of the songs that leaked. A while back, I'm gonna say like maybe four or five months before the album dropped. Oh damn! And uh, this, along with the next song, is one of the, is a couple of songs that leaked. I think it was two or three songs that leaked off of this project. And um and but it was it wasn't a studio quality version. It was like somebody had recorded while he was playing that. Yeah. Movie. So it's kind of hard to really uh you know listen to what the fuck he was saying. But you know now that I hear the actual studio quality version of it, you know I liked it when I heard the leaked version. But I really liked uh, this you know this. This, you know, more, I guess, high quality version. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I feel like he, I mean, while he wasn't really, you know, too lyrical on it, but I feel like he, he kind of did what he did on it. I, I, I don't even know how else to explain it, but. I mean, it, it, I, like, like, like I was saying, since he's a singer, I don't look at him as being like a vicious rapper. But as long as he can put something together that sounds right. good, it's like Chris Brown rapping. We know he's not going to be good, but right. he usually will put something together yeah, that sounds funny, good. you know, yeah. or it sounds good. Uh, same thing with Monica, just thinking about it, because I was listening to this, to So Gone the other day, because of the Stupid right. So Gone Challenge. Right. She, uh, uh, she, she doesn't rap on that one, but she raps on the next song, which is Knock Knock. Like, if you watch the videos, they're back to back. Right. On uh, Knock Knock, she has, like, a little, like, maybe eight bars worth of rapping. Right. And it's like, it's like, oh, damn, Monica's rapping, and she said something tight. Same thing with Mary J. Blige back in the day. She right. used to rhyme a little bit, right, 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 but right. it was, like, one song. And, and it, it, like, only a little bit. Yeah. So, and, like, with that, I'm cool with him rapping like that. Like, you know, he's not trying to do anything super, like, super, super. Right. But he's just trying to keep it simple, and it sounds good. Yeah, and, and I feel like that's that's more or less what he did here. And that goes into the next, I guess, intro, which goes into the next song. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's French. I think it's pronounced Comme des Garçons. Oh, yeah, Comme des Garçons. Yeah. And, uh, well. I actually really like that song. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I feel like it, and, and that's actually one of the songs that I got a lot of praise out of this project was that song. It's, I feel like the, the beat is, is, is cool and just real, you know, it's almost kind of, I don't even know how to, how to explain it, but it's real uppity almost kind of. And I feel like he, 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 the way he worked, the way he kind of put it all together sounds real good to me. Yeah. I would um, definitely agree with that. Even the hook, which, uh, even though I think Comme des Garçons means, uh, like boys, you know, we all know, uh, Frank Ocean is, uh, uh sexual, but, yeah. 
But you know, that being said, uh, you know, good song. See, I, I never, I never took French, but I always remember when you say garçon. Oh, it does. I guess it means maybe it means sir. I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think it does. <laughs> yeah, that might be it. I always knew it was. I just knew a rest. If you go to a French restaurant, you call the fucking waiter garçon. So, oh, wow. <laughs> but, there you go. I could be wrong on that. Hey, like listen, I said, I we're bringing you language lessons and all that shit. Damn, translations, no, translations, translations and languages niggas don't speak. Yes, sir. <laughs> So yeah, Comrade Got Soul was a good song to me. Um, now let's go on to, uh, the next song, uh, Wither. Now, this was actually my favorite song on, on this project. Okay. I think he did a hell of a job. Now, like, I, I really, really like the lyrics in this song. Yeah. I really like, I, I feel like this is probably his most well put song on, on this project. I think it's a, it's, it's a very, you know, like emotional song. It's yeah. Very, he, and he, I, I think he did a hell of a job. Like, the vision that I got from this was, was crazy. Yeah, no, this song, this song for me, it hits on almost all points. The only thing I don't like about it is that I feel like some of the, um, some of the vocals were forced. You think so? A little bit. A little teeny bit. Not, not much of them, but some of them were a little forced to me. And that, of course, with the, with the, with the style of song, which it right. is, it can take away from that. But then again, I feel like I am the uber-critical person. So, like, not everyone's gonna, like, pick at the things that I pick at. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm with you. But um, this song I think also had uh, some backup vocals from Jennifer Hudson, which she did a couple of them on this. Okay, J Hud. Yeah, she was not. Nah, she and she actually did it on the next song, uh, Hugo's, which and it's funny. You, you know what I never understood, man, and I, I hope one day I understand why people do this. Why do artists, mainly rappers, m- name some of their songs like the most randomest shit ever? Like <laughs> it could. I, I heard Hugo's not not even talked about what like Hugo's. Like, this is a brand to watch. And I, I've never, I didn't even hear him talk about, like, what, what the fuck does that mean? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, I mean, that, that was like when, when Jay-Z, uh, and Rick Ross came out with, uh, or when Jay-Z came out with Tom Ford, I was like, what the fuck is Tom Ford? Yeah. Who is Tom Ford? And why does he know, why is Jay-Z still like, talking at, about at, him? At, like least, at least he talked about him in the song, but artists, you know, I, I really don't know why people do that. But anyways, let's go to the song. Um, I like this song. Uh, this was actually the one where it was pretty much, both vocals were, uh, it was Frank's and, and Jennifer Hudson on it okay. at the same time. This is so, Hugo's you're talking about. Yeah, Hugo's, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I just, yeah, this one, I'm, I didn't really like it. Really? Nah, it was okay, but like, for the most part, I was like, eh, it's not something that I'd probably go back to too much. Okay. So, uh, the next one, um, in here somewhere. Oh, and the, to me, the music drowns out the vocals. Like, it's like, the music is so loud that you can barely hear the vocals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, you know, whether or not he did it on purpose, you yeah. know, I guess that's for us to find out eventually, maybe. Yeah. But, but I mean, what's the point of listening to a song where someone's singing if you can't hear them singing? I'm <laughs> um, You know, the next song was instrumental, which kind of him had him singing over in the background a little bit, like really, like really faintly. Yeah. Um, then, but the next song after that, uh, Slide On Me, was more of a complete song. Uh, how'd you feel about those? Uh, let me see. Slide on me was another song that was kind of f to me. Okay. It's like it was. It's cool. Uh, I didn't really have any problem with it. Okay. But it's not something that I would with too much. Uh, so next song. Uh, well, to me, uh, slide on me again. I feel the same way actually as you do on this one. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't. I wasn't too crazy about it. Um, but I think it's it's generally an okay song. Yeah. Uh, to me. Um, uh, one of my favorite songs and. I don't know. This isn't necessarily because, well, it's mostly he does, I guess, some kind of rapping on it. It's kind of like, 
it, it's kind of like rap singing, but not really it, like in, in, yeah. you know, pitch. But um, I really like the song. I don't know why. Just the beat to me is I I really like it. You know, um, and this is the song sideways. Sideways. Yes. Yeah. Now I like this song too. I like the it, the beat. Like he's had a lot of songs that are long and have changed beats halfway through or three times through. Right. Uh, the beat change on this was interesting. It wasn't just like, oh, okay, this joint is a nice, vicious beat to like, oh, well, this is some trash. Right. There's another song right here. I'm going to talk about that. But um, this one, that was both transitions to both beats were vicious. And, I think um, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm sure you do. And um, But what was up with the last two minutes of the song? There was like no lyrics, no rapping, no singing. Oh, it was just, no it was just, it was just a beat. And it was just like, you know, you're grooving to the song and all it's of a sudden it changes. He sing a little bit and then it's just gone. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, like, like I said, you know, um, whether or not he planned to do this on purpose or if he did this shit just to you know, get on his record label, because, you know, if you guys didn't know, he pretty much released this, and that was his last album release under uh, Def Jam, I believe. Uh-huh. And uh, He's probably going to go independent after this. Yeah, that's actually exactly. He released Blonde independent. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he was the, uh, the artist to reach a million dollars in profit the fastest like, of all time. Really? Yeah, because I mean, think about it. All these major artists usually, you know, they're, they're signed to some kind of label. Yeah. You know, and he pretty much had all this hype built up. So, you know, I guess to get a good cash out. I want to say Mac Miller was in that club too. Like, he might have been. I think he was the first one before him to get He might have been. I think he was the first independent period to get a bill, to get a, to get a million. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And I'll then, but I think, like you said, uh, Frank is just faster. Yeah, I mean, you know, to be fair, you know, I, I respect to Mike Miller, I like Mike Miller, but, you know, I think Frank Ocean just, at this point in his career has, I feel like he has more of an audience in, in some ways than, than Mike Miller does. I feel like he has a more diverse audience yeah, than definitely, Mike Miller does. Definitely. Um, the next couple songs, uh, Florida and Death Wish. Uh, I feel like Florida's an interlude. Yeah, 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 it is. It is okay. yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of weird on this. Uh, Death Wish is more of a, He's singing a little bit on it, and I actually like. I think this was the best beat on this on this uh, on this album. To be honest with you, um, it's kind of it kind of starts off kind of slow, and then the then the the drums drop midway through the song. I, I yeah. really like um, this song. It, it's it, I think it's a good. Now, song. of course, I can't read my notes because I write like chicken scratch, but I right. think I said it would probably be better if this song was longer. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that because this song. Uh, let me see. It is. Let's see. Oh, I got it. It's only like one minute, 19 seconds. Oh, yeah, there you go. I, you know what? That sounds like an interlude. That, that's actually exactly how I felt on, about it because, when it, you know, as soon as it dropped, I was like, nah, I really like this yeah. beat. And, you know, he, he starts singing to it and then it, it cuts into the next song yeah, very like, abruptly, which hell? is uh, Rushes. Uh, I think this is also another one, a very strong song in my opinion because he did more singing in this than, than uh, I guess, experimental singing. I think it was more, you know, yeah. classical singing more or less than... Definitely, but the classical singing added over top of the guitar riffs. That shit was disgusting. It was so good. But again, like I, I feel like his elongated vocals that he does kind of clutter the song, like because he's just like, right. and it's just like, okay, like, right. you don't need to do all that. You know, if you're sounding like Madonna, right? Uh, and and that's featuring uh, who from uh, James? Yeah, I'm blown. I can't think of his last name right now. But anybody who's Frank Ocean fan, I don't have to. James, James Blake, is that his name? I think his name is James Blake. Uh, he, he actually collaborates a lot with Frank Ocean. If you guys are listening and are a Frank Ocean fan and you haven't heard Dan, I, I could be saying his name wrong, but <laughs> if I'm not, then y'all know who I'm talking about. Uh, he, 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 
I think this album has a lot of his sound, so if you're a fan of this album, definitely check him out. That. Um, but yeah, so and, and that leads uh, Rushes in, Two, Rushes Two, which um, I actually I, like this one too. Yeah, I like that one too. It's a lot. definitely more structured and it's uh, better sonically and lyrically than the other one. But yeah. again, like we never really got a chance to do, to do, uh, really get deep into Rushes because it was so short. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so. yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Or I'm not sure. Rushes. Um, actually, Rushes was longer. My bad. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I just think it was more structured and sonic, better, better lyrically and sonically. No, I, I'm with you. Uh, I, I really like this song. Um, it was, I mean, to be honest, you know, like how, how I listen to albums, it, it's weird. I don't know if you're the same way, right? But I feel like this is why I can't give you a, a genuine 100% score on an album within like a week because what happens to me is I'll listen to a song that I really like and it'll catch my attention yeah. and I'll just be listening to that motherfucker all goddamn time. I feel you. And then, you know, later on, this is actually one of those songs that it, it, it like it didn't hit me until later on. Like it didn't catch my attention until yeah. later on. It was kind of just something that I would, you know, either listen to or kind of just kind of skim through. But you know, I do like the song a lot. Um, and I guess that leads us to the last song, which I'm sure is the one you're talking about. Hmm. Uh, it's it, This is a... I think ten minute song. Yeah, it changes for nine minutes. It changes beat three different times. Yeah, um, the first beat is actually like I, I was calling the movements, like it's a fucking orchestra piece yeah. and shit. So like the first movement of the song, the beat is actually sick, and I was just like, this is like so sick. It should just be its own song. Right, it really should. But then there's a little bit of a break, and it's just like, okay, why is there so long of a silent break? Like, is this like an extra track, like one of those, you know, hidden tracks yeah. from back in the day on a CD? And then the second movement pops in, and this turns it turns into some electronic, basic bullshit. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? And this motherfucker is in here singing like Mr. Roboto and shit like that. Yeah, and so, I was like, I, I can't fuck with this. Okay, so, to be fair, from the Rusky here. Uh, that last, that last song actually wasn't Frank Ocean. It was some, like, fucking weird European dude who, why it was on here, I don't know. I really don't know. But they interviewed the guy who it was. And he was like, yeah, you know, Frank, you heard my music. And he was like, yeah, do you mind if I use it as my outro? So, and I was like, what? Like, so it's an outro, but yet it's part of the last track? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Look, man. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I, I'm not even a fan of, of either or, of, of Frank's part or, you know, the dumbass outro. Yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, this is really weird to me. And, and you gotta, you gotta imagine this, like, I'm, I, I, you know, I was watching the stream happen live, so I'm listening to shit fucking like smacked as hell, and I'm like, what the hell is it? Like, I, I wasn't sure if it was Frank Ocean or not. I was like, fuck. I was, yeah, it was, it was, it was I was re really confused by that. To be then, honest, the way to describe this track is really weird because it talks about Samsung Galaxy phones. And yeah. Even though he dropped it as an Apple exclusive, which I don't, maybe it was just a troll on Apple. I don't know. Whatever, dog. Like all I know is that I can do without this track. Like, <laughs> I, I'm with you on it. So uh, I guess quick, quick uh, score. We'll, we'll, or do you want to just? Are we doing it out of five or out of ten? I don't remember what we do. <laughs> let's 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 do it out of five. Out of five. And, and you can do point. Whatever is another shit. I would give this album about. I would give it two and a half stars. Now, to me, I know my opinion might be a little biased here, but I think for what it is, you know what I mean. I I give it a four four out of five stars. Okay. Maybe it's because I've been dying so much for Frank Ocean uh Maybe. music that anything he drops, I'm just like. But I really did. Now, nah, in, in all seriousness, I, I really did. There was a lot of things that uh, Frank did on here that you know, he's done in the past that I really liked a lot. 
Um, but you know, really quickly, let's go into uh, the next album, which is Blonde, <laughs> which actually dropped the very next day. Show sure enough. Um, you know, he 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 was just hitting us. Well, actually, not mine. The next day, he dropped the music video, which is the to the single, which dropped uh that which the album dropped the next day. Um, which is Nike's. Okay. Now. I don't know if you've seen the music video tonight or not, but I have not yet. Okay. Um, I probably won't, because honestly, I don't like the song. You don't like the song? No. So it, it, it sounds like it's it, it, it sounds like it's auto tuned. Him singing as high as he possibly can. Nah, but it, the funny thing is that you're talking about the whole audio like that part. Funny thing is, if you actually change it, because somebody, because uh, I'm not gonna lie, I, I'm not a big fan of the of the, of the pitch change there, but um. Somebody made it so that that part alone in the song, that's crazy. People were like, dog, they jump on the shit so fast. They really do. They got nothing else to do. Some of them. Yeah, so pretty much, you know, they changed the pitch to that to, you know, regular pitch. Yeah. And it really is just him saying it regularly. Yeah. And they just changed the pitch up. Um, Yeah, I I don't like that. I've never been a fan of that. Yeah, even, even, even like little bits and parts of music, I'm going to agree with you on that. Like, like for example, I, 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 I always say this. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but I fucking hate hard knock life. Because that stupid <laughs> ass sample in the back. It's a hard yes. I'm the same fucking way. I can't stand that song. I, you know, bullshit. I swear to God, though. I remember it being like, you know, I th- it might have been early 2000s or late 90s, whenever that song came out. 2000s, I think. And, and, and I remember what, you know, I ain't know before the song was talking about. I was probably like 90 or 10 at the time. Actually, maybe 99. Yeah, that came out when I was in high school, so that was late 90s. Yeah, so, I mean, to be honest, I have no idea what the song was about, but I, I just know I hated that pitch. Like, it was just. Mm-hmm. So I will And that's the actual pitch of the song because it's little kids singing, so True, yeah, true, I guess. But even then, you know, I fucking hate I don't I don't like you know high you know pitch singing. Okay. So I will be with you on that. That being said, I actually was a fan of the song. Um you know, mainly towards the end of it. I don't know if you like the end of it at all, or if you just gave up completely on it. I don't really he, remember the end of it. He kinda changed it up a little bit, like out. I, I mean he know? does that so often on some yeah. of songs. It's oh yeah, track, so. definitely. So, um let's move on to the next one. Alright. I really like Ivy. Yeah. I love that song. It's like one of the songs that like when it comes on, I listen to it all the way through and mm-hmm. go back and play it again. Like that's one of my it's not my favorite song on the album, but it's definitely a second favorite. Now, to me, when I first heard Ivy, it was one of those songs like I said, you know, I'll listen to it, it'll catch my attention and I'll have that shit on repeat for Yeah. And that was one of those songs I'm telling you, like, I feel like it this is just a it's not really a feel good song because it's kinda sad and shit, but it it, it definitely it it hits every note as far as like what you're looking for in a song, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guitars, the dueling guitars oh, yeah. in that song are so it's, fucking disgusting. Man. The only thing I will say that kind of threw me off was at the end when he kind of does the the little. I think that's what you're talking about when he was singing the falsetto. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like at the end of it, that kind of threw me off a little bit, but that was really like ten seconds and at the end of the song. So yeah. uh, I really like that. Um, and I think this is the song you said was your favorite one. Yes, Pink and White. Pink and White is my favorite song on this album. It's just so, it's so melodically pleasing and lyrically pleasing. It's just, to me, it's the most complete song on this album as an, as an R&B song. Right. And I, I mean, I, I, I would, you know, go as far as saying this is the song that resembles, I feel like, traditional R&B or at least like, you know, yeah. like kind of like, I, I, you know, I figure you like a lot of like 90s R&B. I do, but I also grew up with Motown okay. in the 70s. So like, I have a, I have a very wide base of what I, I think good R&B is, right. but like, what, it's like basically when I hear it, I hear it. I'm with and, you. and I hear it in the song. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, and this is actually produced by Pharrell. Uh, had some, mm-hmm. yeah, had some Beyonce vo- uh, vocals in the matter. I was telling you the other day. And, uh, 
You know, it, it's crazy. The only Frank Ocean gets away with being able to get Beyonce on a song and not using her on the song. Yes. Aside from, that is some G shit. I don't give a fuck what you say about the man. That's some G ass shit, dog. You're able to get Beyonce on your song and you use her Can't for background. Nobody get Beyonce on their no. song. And Beyonce's not even listed on the track list. Nope. Fuck that. <laughs> background vote background singers don't get listed oh on Oh my god, that's a lot. But uh but yeah, now I will agree with you. I think everything from the from the drop of the song to just the beat itself to the singing to the lyric, I feel like it, this is definitely, definitely, definitely the most complete song on the album. I feel like this is definitely it. If, you know, he does release another single, I feel like this definitely could be a song that I could hear on the radio a lot. Oh, know? yeah. Definitely. It, it definitely has a lot of, uh, you know, play, uh, replay. This, this probably going to be that Winter Blue song. Possibly. Definitely. And let's go on to the next, I guess you want to call it track uh, intro. You hated it. Oh, God. Be yourself. I hated that shit. This shit is over the top. It's out of control. It's just like, it's like, I feel like it's everyone's mom, like, ramped up to 150. Mm-hmm. And plus the fact that she's got this nasally-ass voice yeah. and it sounds like her shit is all clogged yeah. up. Like, I was just like, I can't listen to this track But anymore. see, I, I, I do agree with you. I think it is annoying. But uh, to be fair, I feel like it's a it's a really good transition to the next song when he kind of talks about drugs. It's a good transition, yes. But it's just, it's. He, I feel like he could have come up with a better a better version of this or a better... Something else to to intro into the song. Okay. Um. So what you think about solo? Uh, I do like solo. Uh, the subject is fucking great. Yeah, I think, I think. Pardon me, interrupting, but yeah. I think his storytelling in this joint is 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 vicious. I feel like he just he does to me like I I get the whole visual, you know, because he he's kind of doing a I think the word is juxtaposition. Correct me if I'm wrong. Sure. Pretty much. He's using the same word or di- the same word, but in a different meaning, kind of yeah. like solo, like meaning so low, like mm-hmm. low to the ground and solo being right, like so, alone. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, each verse kind of tells like a different, you know, the same story, but differently more or less. And I, I feel like he just, I-, I really like this song a lot. Yeah, no, I really like this song too. Um, the next song, Skyline 2. Oh, and, and, and if I'm not mistaken, I think solo actually has background vocals from Kendrick Lamar, if I'm not mistaken. Or it could be Skyline 2. Why it does, uh, Skyline 2 says Kendrick Duckworth, so I'm okay. assuming that that's yeah. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, that's, there you go. So, uh, and that's the next song we're going to talk about. Um, I think that one, if I'm not mistaken, was produced by Tyler Creator, which is, uh, one of his, um, you know, old, old compadres from, uh, our future. Gotcha, gotcha. So, you know, that was, that was, that was an interesting, uh, name to see in the productions. <laughs> um, right there. I, it was just one of those ad tracks to me. I really like the instrumentation on it, uh, but I mean that's about the most that I really like about it. Like again, like I would probably listen to it again just for the instrumentation, right? Or find an instrumental. Right, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, I like the song. Um, I like the. I think it's called a bridge, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Pardon my lack of uh, musical knowledge, but I really like. I think it's. I, I think it's the bridge. I, I wish we could put in clips of, or maybe we'll figure out a way to do that. Maybe I don't know if, or might, or might that get done. We might not be able to do that. I mean. Okay. <laughs> well, well, well. I, we'll, we'll figure a way to get to. But there, there's a part in the song that that really catches my attention more than I guess most of the rest of the song. But I, I, I like the song. Next one is uh, self control. Self control was another. Eh. Uh, the lyrics were kind of flat for me. Like it sounded like it was forced. Uh, the emotion that he's trying to get across in the song just doesn't seem legit. Yeah, uh, 
you know, to me, like, I agree with you, actually, on the self-control song. Wasn't really that big of a fan of it. To be honest, to be perfectly honest, it hasn't really caught my attention, so I haven't listened to it as much. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I really don't have much to say on it, aside from the fact that to this point, which is, I want to say about a month after the album came out, it, has, it hasn't it has really caught my attention yet so yeah. far. So, I mean, there's that. Um, The next song, or maybe intro, I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, Good, guy. Good Guy? I call that an intro because it was too short. It was, it was short. It was kind of, it was a minute long. Yeah, and it was kind of him kind of going like this weird. It was weird. The way it was edited, it kind of sounded like it was kind of chopped up. And yeah. It was, it was, I don't know, but. I mean, I liked it. It was cool, but like, I just, I, I was, I didn't know if it was an interlude or if yeah. it was an actual song. I'm or, with you. So. I'm with you. So, next song, which is my favorite song, hands down on this album, is Nights. This is definitely one of those songs where he changes uh, beats. It, it goes from actually he changes beats three times in the song, and it's a very drastic uh, beat change. Yeah. On the uh, on the last part of the song, I actually like I was saying really really like the song. It does it all for me. You know what I mean? Like I I really like the the. It, I feel like this is you know for lack of better terms one of those songs that builds a vibe. Like it has a vibe to it in my opinion, especially yeah. the second part of the song where kind of just you see the song start changing up a little bit, and I I, I think it's 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 fucking no, awesome. No, I have nothing bad to say about this song. I really enjoyed this song. You know, and, and and it's crazy because to me, every time, well, maybe not every time, but a lot of times when Frank does a lot of beat transitions, I think they're really really great songs. Like for example, when Channel Orange when he did that on uh, on Pyramids. Oh yeah. Which is a nine minute song. Now, some people think it's too long. To me, it, that shit feels like I mean, two minutes. I mean, honestly, the song the song is kind of long, but it's my favorite song from Channel Orange. Right. And even if it was two separate songs, both songs would be phenomenal. Yeah, you see, and, and 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 it's crazy how the beginning of you know I don't want I don't want to be off too much. But the beginning of Pyramids is kind of like a electronic kind of like technically song, mm-hmm. and then midway it kind of really has like a hip hopy kind of yeah. you know, beat to it, and and I I think. Uh, he, he pretty much did the same thing on, on, on this song. Mm-hmm. You know, the last instrumental being kind of like more of like a rapping type of thing. And he kind of did that too on, on, he kind of did his little rapping thing towards the end of it. Yeah. Um, but ultimately I think, I think this is a really well put together song. So yeah, this is definitely my top song. Uh, number 10 actually isn't Mr. Ocean, but instead it's Mr. 3000, Mr. Andre. Oh, the reprise of Solo. That joint is hard though. So you don't have to correct me on that. What does reprise mean? Reprise means like you. It's like I, I think it means you so come, you're coming back to it or something. Oh like okay, that. okay okay. I don't know. I I mean they used to use it a lot, but I mean usually with reprise it's just like it's like singing something else but not the exact same version of it. Like there was a reprise on Brandy's first album of a song called Dedication or something like that, oh, okay. and it was just like her singing a repetitive little thing over and over for like a few seconds oh, really? before it transitioned into another joint. But I mean, like, I mean, like, I, yeah, reprises are always usually pretty slow. I mean, pretty uh, short. Right. Uh, so this makes sense. But Andre got on there. He was just like, look, this is how I feel. And I don't yeah. know. I can't relate to you talking directly to Young Thug because I've never worn a dress. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I guess I was working too hard. But if I knew, you know, other people could have written my lyrics for me. It's shots at Drake. Like, right. I mean, like. He literally takes, I, I want to say it's like three or four people he takes direct shots at. The rest of them are kind of subliminal, but like three or four direct shots to some of the biggest heads in the game right now. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, damn, like, nah, I, you, nah. you're not used to, I'm not, first of all, I'm not used to seeing Andre 3000 take shots at anybody. 
Right. Like, he's just not that type of rapper. But at the same time, it's not like he's out here really taking shots at them. It's just kind of like, oh, this is my observation. I think this is whack. I think this is whack. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to slay it in but, a but, but, smooth-ass way. And, and keep doing it, Trim. I'm going to let you do it. That's pretty much what, <laughs> pretty much what, what Andre did here. Like, I don't get it, but you know what? Rock with and, and, and this just goes to show, man, in my opinion, the level of respect that I think Frank has in the music industry is, yeah. is, I mean, think about it. He got Jennifer Hudson, Beyonce, Kendrick, Kendrick, and Three Stacks on his album? That's... Okay, first of all, who... I can count on my hand the amount of people that Beyonce has. Yeah, I'm about to say that, yeah. I can count... And, and one of them is, is her husband. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can count on my hand the amount of people outside of the Dungeon family that Andre 3000 has worked with. I can count on my hand the amount of people outside TVE that Kendrick Lamar yeah, has worked exactly. with. All these people are mad, like, they just, like, you cannot get to them yeah. easy. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, Frank was like, yo, so you two badass singers in the game trying to get on my background vocals, though? Yeah. And yeah. not even get on the album cover? Well, like, y'all not going to get no, no credits nah, or nothing. But, nah. you know, I, I'm, I'm going to have it in the small writing, you know, in the back. Right? The I know three stacks. You're coming out of retirement. You might need a break, but can you give me a few bars? Like, can you just give me a minute's worth of shit? Like, I mean, yeah. it's just like, how yeah. do you do this in the industry these days? I mean, and, it's, like, and it's crazy. I, I, honestly, I, I, I personally feel like uh, Andre is just a Frank Ocean fan because he actually was on his last album as well. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was. He was on... Uh, Pink Matter, yeah. which is one of the last songs. He, he, back and he, to oh, he haven't heard that verse yet? I mean, I've heard it, but I just don't remember it. It's Yo, been a while. Since no bullshit. Orange. No bullshit. I really like this verse, but I feel like that verse. Like, he, he killed this joint, but in the context of the song, I feel like the other, the other, because he's yeah. actually in a song with Frank, and uh, I think he murdered that joint too. Yeah, so, okay. you know, shout out to Andre. I, I feel like he definitely, it's, it's kind of hard to say, you know, you know, artists having a better song on another artist's album, so that's true. And, and, but but and, I mean, if you think back in the day, though, they used to do what that used to be one of the ways that they got um, new artists out there. I want to say Fat Joe did it, Busta Rhymes did it, uh, Lil Kim did it, uh, a bunch of people where they will have one song on the album that's not their song. It's like I think I want to say DMX did it, or yeah, DMX did it on the on the Rough Riders album, oh, okay. where Dragon had his own song. With no one else. And that right. was supposed to be the next big Rough Rider guy who never really made it that far. Right. But, um, but yeah, no, they used to feature that one person that was just rapping. It's like in the middle of their album, someone else is rhyming on yeah. their album. And you're just like, oh. You know who okay. I remember did that shit is, uh, now nah, I remember is, uh, Hell Row. I felt like he did that, like Dipset did it a lot. Cause they had a lot. Yeah. I remember there was like a, um, I think it was Dipset, uh, was it? No, it was Diplomatic Community, either one or two. Where, uh, I think it was, I don't know if you remember, uh, Unkaza, he was like some, so he was like the wackiest nigga out of everybody, in my I, opinion. I, I'm gonna let you know, I ain't really fuck hard with Dipset. Like, oh, okay. I like their music for the most part, but like, the reason I don't fuck with them is because they came to my school to perform, and these niggas showed up like two and a half hours late. Oh, they gave a shitty hour and 20 minute performance, and they were supposed to be on stage for like two and a half hours, and then they just, you know, dipped the fuck out early after getting there late, and then, Fucking got a bunch of groupie ass hoes to come back to you know tour bus or whatever and do whatever they doing or all the you know whatever yeah. and then these motherfuckers got in trouble because uh they they got this or they got the school uh, the organization that brought them to campus in trouble so we never got any more concerts like that oh because yeah. the because the hoes went out and was hoeing that got the student organization in trouble and so that was like all leading to me not liking the diplomats. Look man, you have everybody to be upset. 
you, you clearly have a, a, a more, you know, reason than me to not like them, but I feel you. Hey, I, I'm not gonna lie, man. Somebody fucks up my whole college, rest uh, of my college experience. I might be mad. I was mad as fuck. I was yeah, mad I as you. fuck. But uh, I'm not gonna lie though, I did like the Dipset anthem that was my old school jam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be, yeah, nah, definitely. Um, I kind of forgot how the fuck we got it. Even got it. Oh yeah, we're talking about fucking uh, random niggas rapping. That's true, random niggas rapping all the good shit. Anyway, right, well, that... the next song on this drink uh-huh. is uh, "Pretty Sweet," right? And um, for this song, it was not something that I. I it was a song that I actually liked, but. To me, like I was saying before, there was too many effects on the vocals. Yeah. And the vocals sounded like they were already drowned out to begin with. So it just, to me, it sound, it was just too much. It was, it was way too much. It sounded like a clutter. It sounded like a clusterfuck. I'm with you a little bit on that. Um, I, but I still like this song. Um, now this is one of those songs that, again, I haven't really listened to much, but I will say it, I, it, it does, it at least caught my attention a little bit. You know yeah. What I mean, um, but I, I like the song. Yeah. I like the song. Um, the next song. I mean, like I said, most of the part, most of the most, for the most part, I really do like the song. It's just that yeah, crowded sound that I don't, I can't stand. Now, I, I don't know, right? Like, I feel like that's kind of like a, a thing that a lot of artists do now, like mainly in I guess hip hop, like the like the feel, like the low low fi kind of. Yeah, it's like the experimental sound. Yeah, exactly. And, and so I'm guessing you're not a fan of that at all. Not, I mean. I mean, unless you can make it work and sound good. I mean, sometimes it, it they make it work, but a lot of times to me it just sounds like extra noise, and it's just like, right? Why am I going to listen to this beat that sounds pretty good, but it's got like a little static in the background, like right? Like, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I feel like that's something that um, you know, even Kanye uses sometimes in his music. You know, where it's, oh it's, yeah, I know. You know, and <laughs> and you know, maybe even go you know, Kid Cudi, you know, and. We know. I think we talked talk about it in the podcast, right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, in quick sidetrack, uh, I think Kanye actually did apologize to uh, to, to Kid Cudi. Sh- look, man, Kanye, I- just yeah, just think about the shit before you say it. That's yeah. the only thing wrong with Kanye. Kanye don't think about Fuck shit no. before he say shit. You know why? Because he fucking he married some Armenian bitch who don't tell him shit. He probably she-, she is so far from Armenian. She is only Armenian in ethnicity. She is such a white girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. Else. Yeah, that, uh, you know what? That, that, the reason why Kanye's like that is because he ain't married a strong black woman. A <laughs> strong black woman would be like, nigga, you better not say that shit. Kanye is a fucking mess, so. Yeah, no. Let him be with a mess. That's all I got. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, uh, next song, or I guess intro loop, is a Facebook story. To be honest, it's kind of, it was a weird kind of placement to me. It was, it was definitely a weird, it was definitely weird for where it is. Uh, but I mean, I feel like every guy has felt like that. Yeah. It's just like, okay, especially guys that I know that don't really fuck with with uh, social media at all. Right, right, right. And their girls want them to get Facebook and shit yeah. so they can be all on there, blah, blah, blah. And they're just like, but why? Like, yeah. we're here together all the time. Why yeah. do we have to be online? And no, no, don't get it twisted. I feel like the overall, what it, what it said. No, the message, great. Yeah, the message is great. Definitely. And I, I kind of like the fact that he got it, that he, he had someone, not American, do it. Someone yeah. with a thick-ass accent. Yeah. Like, I like that. That was cool. I'm with you. So, so would you say this is one of the interludes that actually... You got? This is one of the few interludes across the two albums that I actually fucked with. <laughs> Alright, cool. Uh, close to you. Uh, how do you feel about that? I wasn't big on it. Uh, is this a remake too? Because it sounds like a remake. I, I want to say, because I think there was two songs on here. I think it's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, God, it's either Godspeed or Siegfried. That's, that's a, um, 
It's a remake of a Beatles song. Okay. I or it might be close to you. It, I know there was there's like two or three songs on here that are that are, uh, that are I guess if you want to call them covers. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh, it might I don't be, know if this is a remake to me. It's a bad remake. If it's uh if it's like one of those remakes but with original lyrics, then it's it kind of is better but not much. Right. I'm with you. So uh next song, White Ferrari. This is actually a song that was uh teased to come out when. You know, the random, a bunch of, uh, Frank Ocean theories around about, uh, a lot of people were saying, uh, oh, you know, look out for a song called White Ferrari. It's going to be the biggest song of the year. And, and like a lot of producers, like, you know, big name producers actually tweeted out about it and shit. Now, and I, and, you know, I'm not going to lie, you know, when, when, when I heard the, the song for the first time, I was kind of surprised that they said that because, and it's not because I didn't like the song, it's because it, it, it was kind of like a really slow song in my opinion. Like it was kind of like a, I don't see how, you know. Are we sure this isn't a remake? Or White Ferrari? Yeah. Because it? it has credits to John Lennon and Paul McCartney. That might be John it. Lennon's dead. That might be it. <laughs> might be it. Um, but I think actually what he did was, I think certain parts of it, like a certain. I think John Lennon's dead. I'm pretty sure John, yeah, John Lennon is dead. So John Lennon is dead. Yeah, okay. Shot in the back. Okay. <laughs> but, um, not, not to, not to think that I was laughing at him get shot in the back, but anyways. I didn't know he got shot in the back. So. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, certain parts of the song are actually he took from, you know, some artists do that shit where like they'll have like, for example, he, he actually did that with, uh, with the real love I'm searching yeah. for. He did that in his last album, so. And I think he actually got in trouble for that. Cause, I'm pretty sure uh, he did. Who the fuck? Mary J? Yeah, her. That's she was suing, she actually sued him, I believe, because she didn't add, he didn't ask for permission to use it. I think it's called an interpolation or whatever. Yeah. I mean, like, literally most artists will just be like, yeah, go ahead and use it if you ask them. Right. I mean, I, now Frank has been known, and he's actually been known by a lot of record execs to kind of just do what the fuck he wants, and hey, I mean, I guess in this shit as an internet, he's going to be his own internet, his own exec, he's going to get fucked over yeah. if he don't step up. Definitely. Um, but yeah, no, I, you know, I did like this song a lot. It, it did throw me off that, you know, a lot of people were saying this is going to be the, you know, biggest song of the year. Cause I, I mean, I just don't see it being that kind of song. You know, I don't either. Like, for me, it's one of my ass songs. Like, it just, it's, I mean, it's alright. It's something I'll listen to, uh, if it comes on. And, but I mean, it's not something that I'm going to actively search out or be like, oh, that's my shit. Right. Nah, it doesn't get that. Um, but I mean, it's cool for the most part. But the next song is uh, Siegfried, and uh, uh, this one looks like it's actually very much a Beatles cover because it's credited to Lennon, McCartney, Harrison, and Ringo Starr. So, <laughs> okay, now um, you know before I guess we get too deep into this song, the actual the beginning the beginning of the song was actually uh, a live song that he performed I want to say three years ago, and I remember hearing the live version of it. And I was like, damn, I really, really hope he records, you know, a studio quality version of it. Mm -hmm. And he did. But to be honest, it sounds a little different from the, I guess because it, the, the, you know, when I first heard it, it was kind of like in his, you know, initial stages of him writing it or whatever. So he's probably just testing it out or whatever. Artists do that all the time. Yeah. How do you think Tyrone came about by Erica Badu? That was just a song she wrote and she tried, she sang it live one time in the show and they recorded it and they loved that damn song. You better, you better call Tyra. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, they okay. love that. I did not. So that was more, more or less just a project random shit that mm-hmm. she kind of just. Yeah. She was literally at a concert. She was just like, yeah, I wrote this song. 
There you go. <laughs> and it was never it was never a studio version of it. It was only a live version. Oh really? Yeah, yeah and I'm that's the only version you can find. I'm guessing that that was like a, a big, you know, quote hit, I guess. Oh it was, because it was talking about a woman getting rid of an ancient nigga. <laughs> There's a lot of those out there, bro. Oh, shit. But um, And at the time that was what the music industry was when it came to R and B True enough. But um but yeah, so you know, like I said, I really, really like the song when I first heard the initial uh joint. It does sound different. I'm not gonna lie. There's a couple things that are different. I I don't know if it's just because it wouldn't translate into the right sound when recording in the studio. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But it does sound a little different. I mean there's I mean it's like you said, it's probably been reworked. There's always just a different sound and feel between studio yeah. and live music. So Definitely. you know, that being said, I do like the song a lot. I think it's a good song. It's just at this point in the album, right, to me, even though I am, I, I really do like this album. I feel like it, it and, and here's something that, you know, I guess, as, you know, we're getting close to, you know, towards the end of the album. A lot of people have asked about this album, tell me this, and that it's, it's a, it's kind of a, a really slow album. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's kind of hard. But I mean, it's a Frank Ocean album, so I kind of went into this expecting that. Yeah. You know, and, and to be fair, you know, the last, I guess three songs are, are really, in my opinion, slow, and then it goes on to the next one, Godspeed. Yeah. Um, I do like the song. I do like Godspeed. I like Godspeed too. It was a good one. Um, you know, but all that being said, you know, and, and you know, and I guess the last song, uh, the tour of free, which I actually do like the song. The only thing I don't like is the fact that, like, I guess midway through the nine minutes and a half of this, yeah. Is, uh, it, 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 I think it's just like an intro to this shit like that. Well, okay, the, from what I say, like, uh, in the first part, it's like the other song, um, it's just too many effects and too much going on in the beat at the beginning part and the first part. Mm. The second part, the beat is so much better and so much more interesting to listen to. Right. And that's when it caught my attention was in the second motion of it. Uh, the third part, it, it, like you said, it was like interviews or something, yeah. something like that. And it was just cluttered with the sound yeah. Of the interview and the sounds going around the interview and then the music that was over top of it, it's just like once that started, I cut it off every time. Like it was like I listened no, to I'm it the first you. time and then it was like after that I don't need to hear that. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um you know, it's uh it's definitely a, a different ending uh, than uh Channel Orange had. Yeah. Um and to be honest, right, that's the only issue that I have um with this entire project is it, to me, it kind of feels like it kind of just ended, you know what I mean? Like, there wasn't really a yeah. solid, you know, to me, like, if I'm just listening to that shit and don't know how many songs this album has, and I'm not keeping track of how long, you know, it's been going, I, 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 I was expecting, I would be expecting another song, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So, um, that's, that's the only real issue I have, I guess, with the, with the album. I know I'm a very biased opinion. I, I very faithfully and, and shamelessly, a Frank Ocean stand. Yeah. Uh, hope that motherfucker comes to DC sometime, cause you gonna see me front row. Believe that. Ah! Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> exactly. You will hear me there, man. But um, yeah. So so you know, overall, what would you what you think of the album? I guess before giving it a score. I I liked Blonde for the most part. Um, it's always a plus when you like more songs than you don't like. True. Um, and I mean, like I said, it wasn't. It wasn't as good. I mean, sophomore jinx, you want to call it or whatever, but it wasn't as good as an album as Channel Orange. Uh, but it was enjoyable for the most part, so I can't really complain about it. So what, what's your uh, out of five? I would definitely give this like three and a half, four stars out of five. Okay. 
Now, um, you know, me being, I guess, a Frank Ocean fan, I guess it's, it's, it's interesting because, like I said, this is something that I've been waiting for. Like, this is like, this is the big it thing for me, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was really waiting for this fucking album to come out. You know what I mean? And it was almost surreal to the point where it was almost surreal when I actually, like, it got to the point where I, I just get disappointed and disappointed, disappointed because he wasn't dropping shit. You know, to the point where, like, when he actually dropped it, it was just almost surreal, you know what yeah. I mean? So, I feel like it's one of those things where it's almost like the album can never live up to something that hyped up. Like, you know what I mean? It, it, it's true. So, in a way, he did build up the hype, but it, I feel like it, it's kind of hard. I mean, maybe I gotta listen to it more, you know what I mean? But maybe I gotta give it more time, but it, it didn't live up to what I was expecting. All that being said, though, I really did like this album a lot. Yeah. Um, and I actually give it the same score that I gave, um, uh, uh Endless, and that's, that's a four out of five. Yeah. So both projects get a four out of five for me. Um, I feel like, I don't know, man. I, like, even though this, this album is 17 songs, I guess you want to call them songs because they're not all songs. Yeah, but, sure. Uh, deep. It's, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it just kind of ends. The ending is just kind of threw me off, but. Definitely, I feel like the strong points are really strong in this album. Um, and I feel like he definitely has enough material on here to hold me off for another 10 years. I mean, is... between these two albums, he better, dog. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> we all know his track record now. Yes, sir. So, there you go. Uh, four out of five. Four, four out of five. All yes, right. Sir. So, actually, pretty high scores for, uh, for Blonde, yes, sir. I would say. And yeah, like, I really did like the album, uh, man, especially fucking Pink and White. That is my shit. Like, yeah. Guys, I'm, I'm finna go listen to this after we, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, that's one of those songs that I feel like it fits almost any occasion. Driving to work. Yeah. Talking to Jay. Hey, yeah, dog. Pretty He's much. Chilling, right. laying back, whatever the fuck you're doing, man. I, I'm not Frank having for you, man. Yeah, I mean, I, it was, it was, this has been an experience for me, trust me. <laughs> I know it has. This man has been. He's been delivered. Yes, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yeah, man, you know, we want to thank y'all for listening. You know yes. what I mean? All the Frank Ocean fans, you know, if y'all agree with us, let us know. If y'all think we're full of shit, let us know. Yeah. If y'all not Frank Ocean fans and y'all were after listening to it because of this podcast, let us know. Let us know. You know what I mean? It means nothing more. I mean, there's nothing greater to me than converting somebody over to Frank and his forgiving you know, music as we, as I like to do it, but, you know. Exactly. And if there's any other albums that you guys would like yes. us to uh, review, R&B or hip hop, uh, get at us, uh, leave us a comment, or you can actually now hit us up on, on the Twitterverse, Twitter. because yes, we out sir. here. It's, we um, might be, uh, like five or six years late, but. I know, right? We, we made this shit, but the, we're here. you can find us at HQ Podcast. Podcast. So that's H-C-U-B-E-D podcast yes sir so hit us all one word so just hit us up whenever y'all like to give us a follow and we very much appreciate it yes sir and you know you know we're, we're gonna try to keep up with y'all so if y'all got anything you want to talk about just straight up on there you know what I mean? we're gonna you know we're gonna try our best to definitely keep in contact with y'all for sure for sure um you know so definitely you know give us your feedback well let you know what y'all think about the album did you think it was worth the wait did you think it's mad overrated. It's mad overrated. You know, a couple people have said that, but for the most part, it has gotten generally good reviews. If you're like me and think that he should have just took the best ones from both these albums and made one great album, then let me let us know too. Let us know, man. Let us know what you think. So, um, yeah, man, definitely we're gonna try to keep bringing out more reviews. So again, let us know what y'all want to hear. 
uh, let us know what's coming out. You know what I mean? There's, there might be a couple albums that might go over our head that we just didn't know about. Exactly. So definitely, we want to keep y'all, uh, keep y'all with, with the podcast coming. Yeah, so that's for sure. Again, thank y'all for listening. We'll catch y'all later. All right, y'all. Peace. peace.